0: Audio. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. This weekend, car audio. Audio. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Tune it We'll be talking about bass. Talking about chips. Talking about rings. You ain't them zip your lip. You got a problem, you haven't found. Check your grounds. The show about to start. Start. Tune in. 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 This car audio. Yeah, yeah. Tune in, tune in to this week in car audio.
1: Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co-hosted by my buddy there, Jeffrey Fernandez, decided to take a week off, but he's back with us this week. How's it going, yes. Jeffrey?
2: I am here, thankfully.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm doing okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, How you doing, Doug? Oh, just fine. So you had an event this weekend.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had an event at uh crossfire car audio. Um, we got that show upgraded by bro which, you know, is uh, Kevin Morrow and, uh, Julius Mac Johnson, the third, which, uh, real quickly, I want to throw a shout out because they got the rings uh their championship rings in the mail this week and uh they brought it to the show and just uh flossing on people telling people to kiss the ring and stuff like that no i'm just kidding <laughs> but, uh so yeah they uh, they went and upgraded the show to a triple point event uh we had a lot of fun as always um uh that we uh, did a little something new uh, we did kind of like a best of demo type thing best demo uh-huh. uh so basically it, it wasn't too scientific or too technical we just had so you know if you're doing a demo you're you're doing a demo in a car or you know um and you think you you know you like that demo um just write that number down on a piece of paper throw it in a box at the end of the show we'll count up all the votes and see who's uh who's got the best demo and uh it actually went out to um Jeff Gatlin, he's, um, I think he's, uh, probably about an hour and a half east of, uh, where, uh, where the show was, but, uh, he came out and not only, uh, he won best demo, but he also took first place in cyclone. Damn. Uh, he also took first place in uh freestyle. So yeah, man, he's like, uh, <laughs> he's up there. So I had a lot of fun. Uh, we had hot box barbecue out again, uh, this show um fred montana jr was out there uh uh slagging the the barbecue and uh you know just had a fun time oh what I, I i do have to mention is it was so windy i've never seen it that well i've only been uh, so, in texas for about two two years but well was i was so watching windy. your live
1: and it was coming through oh, just like okay. crazy on your live
2: oh that's what I, I was hoping i was like i hope people could see how crazy windy it is and everyone was all bundled up and <sighs> We had to put like four sets of sandbags on the uh, on the tent <laughs> so it wouldn't fly away. And we had to kind of back into uh, back the tent into like a little corner. Uh, okay. So we wouldn't uh, <laughs> had okay. to, you know, tie the TV down and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was uh, really windy. Took uh, took me, uh, you know, off guard. But uh, hey, we made it happen.
1: All right. Well, I'm done sharing now. Um, no, it was cool to see you doing your live feed again. I appreciate that. I'm sure the other people do. Um, your competitors, you know, they can watch it back live. They can um, mm-hmm. see when they're up next, that kind of thing. That's always the cool oh, part yeah. about doing a live event. Um, you know, it's about 20 seconds behind, but <laughs> even though it's 20 seconds behind, they can see, you know, oh, you know, they're calling me up to the lanes, and then there's never an excuse, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so so yeah so I got an owie that's my bowling hand oh so, no. so I went to go slide in a chair you know just I grabbed the chair seat and I slid it forward the chair seat lifted off of the metal frame it was on and my 220 pounds smashed between the, uh, the so it was like one of those um, square tube frames for mm-hmm. the uh, chair and so it just it literally cut the tip of my finger almost completely off Ooh. Oh. So I grabbed it real quick, put it all together, held it, taped it up. Waited till today to go to the. uh, Waited today to. That was yesterday at about three o'clock in the (laughs) afternoon. Um, uh, It is my bowling hand, by the way, Um, but it's it's (laughs) not one of my bowling fingers. Um, Anyway, so I waited till today to go to the hospital. The hospital, like, man, you did an awesome job with that. But and then they just super glued the rest of it back together.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, so. what did you do to it in the in the meantime? Did you just like,
1: oh, is that me or you? Did he freeze on you too, Leonard? I like, yeah. ca'd it or put some yeah. ca glue on it. Yeah, exactly. He ca glued it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the doctor did. So that was cool. We just uh, so he just glued it up. And he said, "Man, you did a good job in putting it back together." I said, "Well, you know, I'm in construction, and uh, it ain't the first time I've <laughs> tore open my body." <laughs> But my wife made me go to the hospital for it, so uh, whatever. (laughs) I told her I'm a man. I don't need to go to the hospital. Um, You know, uh, so a couple of things that uh, are working out for me is I'm trying to find a show for Saturday. I can't get a hold of anybody up in California or up in uh, Sacramento to uh, host an event on Saturday. I just want to do like a little $20 buy-in, just a single 1X show, no trophies, just $20. But I need to have a place to put it um dave bradshaw said his place isn't ready for that yet uh, where he's mm-hmm. at uh, uh lunsford's not answering and brian nyman's not answering so i got a couple other places i'm working on so hopefully somebody gets back to me in the next day or so so i can put this uh, event up on the calendar um speaking of events uh the last time i saw uh our guest today leonard foster he was <laughs> down in la at the um uh it was a forbidden fantasy show One of those and he was there Mm -hmm. and he I believe he tried to (laughs) Dave Bradshaw says need keep your fingers out of them holes. Well, that would really (laughs) piss my wife off. Uh, Just saying. (laughs) Um, But uh, anyway, uh, last time I saw our guest Leonard, he uh, was competing in DB drag down in L.A. Um, I heard he commutes back and forth now between uh, L.A. and uh, Texas. So uh, welcome, Leonard. Um, for, hey, everybody! For you guys that don't know, <laughs> Yes, she says depends on the holes. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's going off the rails. Oh <laughs> no! Bring it back. <laughs> Let's focus. Um. Anyway, uh, so for you guys that don't know, on the old Turn Pro forum and whatnot, uh, Leonard's uh, name on there was Quad Box. So why don't you introduce yourself, Leonard? Who you are and why we have you on this show?
0: Hey, I'm um, Leonard Foster Jr., A.K.A. Quad, Quad Bots, Quad Audio, Mr. Controversy, Mr. Garage <laughs> <ride> Score. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just he was just doing garage longer. scores
1: before garage scores
0: were were an item. Yeah. We were yeah. doing carport scores, shade tree scores. <laughs> Still done back in Texas, uh, I might add. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, yeah, just been, just up here. Uh, I was uh, invited by you guys this morning to uh, be on the <laughs> podcast. And I, I, I'm excited about it. As I've been doing this uh, on and off for, I remember the first days back at DB Drag and Daytona Beach, i go back that far. Yep. Uh, wow. So back what our. That was a, probably early 90s because I had my 80 something station wagon. It was called Mad Max for people that remember that thing. Okay. Wow. Had 418s on the wall with it, with concrete floors. So naturally, I got put in extreme class and I was an amateur.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> got really everything handed to me that day. Doing my 144, 1 145s, and mm. yeah, that 170 van over there is like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Um, so you. Go ahead. So you just you 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 live and learn. You you come into the game as an amateur a lot of times, inexperienced, before meeting and talking to a lot of other people, mm-hmm. and you put up some numbers that are like, oh, okay, this these work. But there's people there willing to help you. you're yep. willing to listen and take it on, there's people that are willing to help you. In those times, I do believe. Yeah.
1: Bradshaw says, uh, I like garage scores. I feel loud with those. <laughs> 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 yep, that, true that. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, one thing I was gonna bring up is, um, so quad box um he uh jeff or jacob fincher says he doesn't he's not sure the world's ready for hearing about quad box and leonard so um for you guys that do know him from back in the day uh it's not exactly um a shock to you that he was controversial so what was some (laughs) of the controversial stuff you did back in the day leonard
0: uh well you know it was just, I, I introduced just my playing around from some of my other experiences in other industries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I toyed around with some other materials, you know, people today I kind of find it fascinating that we slipped all the way back to plywood, you know, yeah. <laughs> plywood and birch use MDF, 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 and maybe chicken board. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we, we've kind of gone back to to plywood and birches and stuff like that. Well, I, I, I came across another alternative uh, that I played around with and had really some success with I mean I, I mean, I was doing things with right. <laughs> My whole model was doing big numbers with less, with right. little, and have people going, wait a minute, my RCA's cost more than a sole system. Yep. how's he doing
1: that? <laughs> I mean, you you were running funky pumpy, uh, funky puppies no. at one time, were you?
0: <laughs> Rockwood, Rockwood, Rockwood. Rockwood. <laughs> Rockwood like, what, what, I mean, hey, uh, and I'll just show. Hey, you know, it. A lot of it is the science. Yep. a lot of it right. is a science. If you, there's ways <laughs> to do things, and uh, didn't have a lot of money, still don't today, and so you have to make your system the most efficient it can be uh-huh. you know uh, a lot of times people just threw money at it through power through money they just throw it to, eh, yeah 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 uh-huh. but uh yeah but it would be shocking to you when you and I, i've had it happen to me many times you know some guy comes along with a couple of eights and just like does this number You like what's what in the world's going on there you know so my material, which is still—it's not a fantasy. It exists. Uh, I'm thinking about even coming out with it uh, in the season when I'm done here in uh, California uh-huh. and finally publicly releasing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have—I have the measurements and the numbers that you can get anywhere. You choose the right material and tuning, anywhere from three to five dB increase just from the material.
1: So, so Cal Van Vin. Uh... Jeffrey's personal troll, he posts in here right away. Who's the cute Asian lady with the hat? So, that's his own personal troll that comes and watches him every week. Oh,
2: oh that, that's a that's a buddy of mine. He's out of Twenty Nine Palms. He's, yeah, he's probably uh, you know uh, in the rain outside where it's like <laughs> storming California. <laughs>
1: What's up, Cal? Um, anyway, uh, so so why don't you tell us a little bit about your quad wood?
0: It is, like I said, it is something, uh, it is a, I will go as far as to tell you without giving away a lot of secrets. It's a man-made composite material uh, that is very, very expensive. (laughs) Yes. Uh (laughs) If you thought, I mean, but it is a quarter of the weight of a sheet of MDF or birch or anything out there. Uh, Even true pan. So one um, of the
1: things that you were offering back in the day is if somebody won a world championship or something like that uh, with your quad wood, you were going to pay them or well, what was that deal about? I remember you had something going where you were trying to offer people money to compete back in the day.
0: Right. Uh, I had a couple of programs going on, uh, much like uh, some other manufacturers. Hey, you, you use my it was hard. It's really hard to break through. Mm -hmm. it's hard to break through and then you know people they can see myself and they say yeah yeah whatever but they need to see someone else do this have similar results or better results Uh, and I I was putting my my money where my mouth was you go through this process with me you purchase this I'm willing to put up something for your you know for your effort
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and uh,
1: how many people took you up
0: on it I know on the on the box level hardly none, but on the subwoofer level I had people like Jacob. Jacob even yep. he tried out uh, tried it out and he, he got an increase, he'll tell You, you know, that <laughs> was one of my subwoofers. Okay. Uh, so it's just but it is a very hard business to break through back you know.
1: Back then it um, was much harder, right? Just to even get started.
0: I think uh, I think it was maybe a little. From what I, it maybe was a little easier than compared to now. Now I think it's hit and miss. You know, I, I watch some of the stories of some of the, uh, the guys mm. that have made it the last five to five to ten years. If you look back, what's happened in the last five to ten years for a manufacturer? You know, who's okay. come on the scene? Yeah. You
1: know, so you got like very... DC and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Uh, but. Yeah. The thing is now the Accessibility of somebody as long as they want to uh, make the purchases um, It's available where back when you were trying to do it and I was doing it um, Getting into the scene was almost impossible. You had to know somebody that knew somebody Otherwise you weren't getting in nothing right? Right. You, you weren't buying parts. You weren't getting nothing so yes. um, now it's much easier to source some of that stuff.
0: Yes.
2: Was this on a company that you owned, Leonard, or was it a, a company you, you worked for? Or?
0: This was this was my <laughs> own label, but I've you know I've worked oh. for three or four other companies, and mm-hmm. then under my own label, I've had a couple of you know I had Crunk and Quad. Crunk. Uh, yeah. 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 So I tried to get in with the Lil John thing and say, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, celebrity endorsements was like, you know, know, if you could get some celebrity to endorse your car audio product back in the day. Yeah. Woo! woo,
2: Oh, yeah. I've seen some of those ads. Like, I think Bazooka had masterpiece. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. Some of those guys. (laughs) Yeah. Dave Bradshaw
1: says, thanks for tuning in to This Week in Porn Audio. No. But no, like I said, um, you know, so you've been doing some of that. And uh, with that being said, um, you know, how much, how often and how many times have you attended CES?
0: Uh, I generally try to attend it every couple of years. Okay. Uh,
1: So you've been there what, like? 12 times or so, roughly 10 to 12 times. Uh,
0: I used to have to set up for it when I worked for manufacturers. I was like, right. <laughs> uh, oh. um, set up and tear down, do the show the whole nine yards. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, but the last, of course, three years have been erratic because of COVID. You know. Oh, yeah. One year, yeah. and then we had two, like literally right. almost two years of radi- radical and with CES. I think one one year was a like a virtual show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think
1: 20,
2: I think 2021 was non-existent. And then 2022 was uh digital only type thing. So, yeah.
0: yeah. And then to be vaccinated and everything else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I mean, was, uh, in that previous. Place.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, real quick yeah. here, uh, question, Doug, before I have to go, if a venue is found for Saturday, is it possible to make it a two X? It cannot because we need to have a two week, um, Announcement for it to make it a multi point. So sorry, Rosa. Uh, it would only be a 1x. Sorry. Can we get a rules clarification? I'm kind of fu- confused on one part. Aaron, <laughs> that was last week. Now you're going to have to wait till next month or you can uh, message one of the judges and we'll try and get back to you. So um, that's the way we do that. It's the second Monday of every month and that's when we're going to do rules questions. Um, so speaking of CES, uh, you've been going here and there. Um, I I don't go on Facebook very often, but I did catch something on Facebook that says uh, <laughs> CES officially dead. Uh, what was all that about?
0: Uh, on the 12-vote end, it was the it was very shocking. It was uh-huh. never. I mean, it was totally shocking. I agree. Uh, to, to go there and not see. I saw one Chinese manufacturer that is hardcore. They're there all the time and You're I right. barely made their booth. They were tucked somewhere like uh, just. The hmm? Were they back in the Hilton?
1: Were they back in the Hilton in the manufacturing section? <laughs> they
0: almost there. Almost oh, okay. there. There was actually yeah. nothing in the Hilton there. Yeah, there was
2: there, there I mean. was nothing there, believe it really? or not, at the Westgate. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
1: Empty. yeah, it was empty. Wow. So was so, South Hall. Yeah. South Hall, too? South Hall, too. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Good. So so for for comparison, um, the first year I went, so the first year I went would have been 2004 or 3. I went to CES, and there was car audio in the South Hall, the North Hall, the Central Hall, and then the manufacturers were all in the whatever, the Hilton or whatever the, the building was, the casino that's right next to it. And then you would go to Sands, and then there would be a handful of like mishmashed uh, car audio stuff. Versus, what did you say it was this year now for car audio? <laughs> uh,
0: it was excess power. I talked to uh-huh. uh, Scotty. Congratulations. Uh, a- congratulated on what is." sun uh sundown deal, yeah and he was and i said man you're the only you're the only vendor t12 and he goes well you know i kind of mix in because i'm batteries
1: that's right and, and yeah. so he does like
0: race cars all sort of and
1: all that other yes. stuff too yeah. yeah
2: yeah he was uh they were pretty much in the west plaza i think or the west hall it was okay it's mm-hmm. called the, the new building that they had put up yes. just recently
1: yeah oh yeah. yeah leonard was telling me that uh it was sad he doesn't know that they could even fill that new building yeah, so yeah, yep. it wasn't
2: full.
1: Yeah, that's a bummer. So so we have one 12 volt that came but There's a, I believe it's shifted to um, To SEMA now, right? I, I haven't been yeah. to SEMA ever so Jeffrey I know goes to SEMA um, So what would you guys say, you know SEMA is, is that the place to be for car audio now for the conventions?
0: SEMA Knowledge Fest, looks like it. I'm going to try my first Knowledge Fest uh the beginning of the next month. Okay. But SEMA, I've seen, when I've gone to SEMA, I've seen the little guy can afford SEMA because he can get a space <laughs> outside in the parking lot.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: uh-huh. just in the open and do demos and whatever out there in the parking lot in the front of the center. Or, or the old center. They've rearranged everything now. Okay. It's kind of, yeah. Uh, um,
1: so part of the thing that was badass about CES back in these two is like if you're a gamer they had a whole haul of just gamer stuff that Mm -hmm. and that that was cool dude I mean we were looking at Guitar Hero three years before it came out right I was looking at 8k TVs in 2006 you know (laughs) Um, I don't remember I don't know if you guys remember but they had the hundred-foot TV there back about 2010 yeah. Dude, that was a badass. Wait, you mean hundred inch? No, hundred foot. hundred foot? <laughs> I know they had hundred inch. No, no, no. Uh, it Samsung was Samsung booth.
2: No, no, this no. no. Year it was, was like hundred foot.
1: Hundred, hundred inches is less than twelve feet. So hundred twenty is twelve inch. So that's like just over eight feet, right? So oh, is hundred foot because ninety six inches would be one foot, right? So no, it. This was the size of almost floor to ceiling in a hall holy crap yeah so and, and somebody was just uh, demonstrating how um and it was an actual screen that their technology with the oled because this is oled didn't even exist then right they were saying there was an unlimited size you can do with oled and still maintain 4k quality yep yeah. so and that was their whole demonstration it literally was so as soon as you walk out of the Whatever the car audio hall is think that was the north hall and then you walk straight across that was the west hall, right? Yeah So as soon as you walk into that west hall just past the pizzeria and the starbucks there As soon as you walked in it was right there on the upper level where that right before they had the um, the uh, Video game stuff like that's where I saw um, The virtual golf was there years before anybody else had it out uh, and and that was the cool thing about CES I mean in reality the microwave was at a CES type show back in the 50s right, right. and uh, Wayne Harris with the term lab actually won product of the year one year at CES yep. or or yep. innovative something but he won an award at CES and that that's a big deal I mean right. it took up sands. The Hilton or whatever that casino is right next to it plus the Westgate Westgate and all of the halls within the convention center
2: Yeah,
0: yep
1: So, I mean it was a big deal and then like uh, I think I got a 3d camera That was I was broadcast trying to broadcast my uh, term lab (laughs) shows in 3d Um, The problem (laughs) was is is the technology just wasn't there yet, but I did so I bought me a 3d camera there I, I got it for 60 bucks because, you know, um, when you were at CES before, you could buy their demos on the last day for like oh, pennies yeah. because people every don't want to pack them year. up. Yeah, because they don't want to pack them up and take them back home.
0: They so, it out, yeah. yeah,
1: and it, and especially if they're from out of the country, they get charged duties in bringing them back. So all those guys want to sell their crap way before they leave. Um, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, that, that, CES was cool for me. Yeah. Um, since I got into bowling again, it's been hard for me to go to CES because it happens to fall real close to the same time frame as my bowling tournament where I go to Vegas for a whole week. So taking two weeks off of work at the beginning of the year, uh, bosses don't like that for some reason. I don't know what that's about.
0: One of my go-tos at CES, uh-huh. what what really made it awesome when I wasn't doing my own thing or, or working for another company mm-hmm. was what you really look for to, was going to the Alpine booth Alpine booth I was going to
1: say the same yeah. thing dude they had D-round, the wind tunnel Bill,
0: what's it going to be yep. what's it going to be they they had the wind <laughs> tunnel
1: there that one year right so you can get the feel of a 160 demo inside of a little glass box and then the cars yep. that they made dude oh, I yeah. remember going there one year they had that blue and white it was like a import car um but it yep. had like lightning and the paint scheme went Like, if you open the door, the paint scheme went in and through the car and out the other side. And then you close the door and the paint scheme would go up along the edge of the door. So it was a seamless thing. And I remember the guy that was, uh, he goes, he goes, he was there just to talk about his one square foot of that car. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. He was there because he goes, I got 500 hours in that one square foot.
0: Yep. Wow. So, yeah, dude, Alpine yeah, booth was right. Sh- Alpine was awesome. Yeah, either that or Fishman. You had to find out where Fishman was. At. Yeah. So I never went to a Fishman yep. one. Ooh, that was the next day best to Alpine. Yep. <laughs>
1: and, and then and then we would go to the kicker show, which Jeffrey and I know oh, yeah. we've been to a lot, a lot <laughs> of those. You know, um, and, and and literally you would show up there on the day and you go, okay, who's got the parties? <laughs> and we would i mean exactly. you remember that yeah. jeffrey
2: right uh yeah i pretty much uh would go strictly just for the uh, afterlife yes uh, ces all those parties i remember what kick yeah kickers had some uh-huh. uh kinetic uh, when eric was at kinetic he yep. used to have one every year and but the um, kicker I,
1: one was badass though
2: oh yeah oh yeah Dude,
1: they had Sheryl Crow one year they had mm. um uh man, kenny wayne shepherd and it was out i mean they had kenny wayne shepherd in a place that only held 300 people so i mean when do you get a concert from that big of a headliner yeah. in, in an intimate setting i mean 300 people's nothing for a guy like that right so i,
0: I think they even had a guy jumping his dirt bike out in front of their place they do they, they dirt did the that stunts on the dirt bikes, <laughs>
1: and then M- yeah. M- uh, mtx uh, was big into the MMA so they would have like private MMA tournaments right I know Jeffrey went to a few of those <laughs>
2: <laughs> might have gone to a couple but yeah you're right they had like all the, cele- the celebrities out pushing uh you know or doing autograph signings and uh you know appearances and stuff like that yeah yeah it was uh not not uh it wasn't there this year so so did
1: Saturday. you go also Jeffrey to see yeah yeah Oh, okay. I knew you were in Vegas. I didn't realize it was at the same time as CES. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay. So what were your thoughts on walking through CES? Similar to Leonard or?
2: Pretty much. um, As he was saying, I I was telling him, yeah, I agree. Um, I I remember just walking to uh, the North Hall and seeing like these big Pioneer uh, boots, uh, you know, Kenwood and then, you know, DB Drag would have theirs as well, kind of down the way. And and uh yeah yeah man it just it wasn't there this year and and i'm pretty sure it's it's been slowly you know disappearing year after year yes. we just really haven't seen it and <laughs> you know i think this year uh north hall was like digital health you know I, I, oh, I was was yeah. uh, passing i was passing by this booth that said it was like a hands-free urinal or something like that which yeah. was what but uh uh yeah and then and then i was telling my buddy who went with me i was like yeah we'll go through these doors we'll go into the west gate dude we're gonna see all these little manufacturers that are yep. <laughs> you know you could buy stuff from them you know they don't want to ship it back to china so hey and then that wasn't there wow. you know uh we, we we got to walk into uh the uh the west i think it's the west plaza or the west hall but you know it used to be where you used to go up to this uh bridge
1: uh-huh
2: and then you would go down and it was a parking lot it was the riviera parking lot. And okay. I remember yeah. they, they charge like 40 bucks to park there if you're going to CES. But or you stay there now, it's free. Uh or yeah, probably something like that. But ah, uh yeah. th- this was it was just the West Hall. Um, you know, we ended up finding uh, of course uh excess power was there and uh yeah a little uh, earthquake. I, think I found a couple You know what they they, uh, they were a mainstay in the South Hall and yep. the South Hall wasn't even there this this year. So yep. Uh, we couldn't find him. Uh, me and Roger were looking up uh, companies on the uh, directory for CES, and we're like, "Dude, where's this? Where's this company? This company? Oh, is it another name?" And it, I think we we found like a Pioneer somewhere in the West Hall. Um, I didn't uh, get a chance JBC to see it, maybe? but uh, uh, it might have been. It might have been. Yeah. But
1: uh, so you know, I mean, hopefully so, they'll make a comeback. Yep. So Jacob Fincher popped in here. He says i think jeff was there for the other convention
2: no. i don't know what you're talking about jacob uh what other convention? So, well there's another convention
1: there there's another one. Oh, they don't
0: not at that time not at the same time exactly. okay
2: so uh, uh, believe it or not though i heard that it was it was at the same time as ces this year it was at another uh it was at the palms uh, yeah.
1: just saying Mm, no, no, no. no. Either- so, so the oh, party was wait, at I- the Palms, <laughs> but they were at the Sands, and, and the actual uh, awards show was at the Palms, also. Oh my god! It, it
2: used to be that way. Yeah, uh, they they made their way to the to Resorts World, the uh, the new casino <laughs> on the Strip. So, Team XSSPL uh, Ron, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, the uh, honorary member. That's right, So,
1: so I. I think jeffrey's heard my ron jeremy story before so <laughs> uh, me and nyman are walking around we actually went to go see steve mead over at the palms and uh because uh, rockford fosby rockford, yeah they, they yeah. actually bought the entire convention floor for their stuff over at the over at the palms and like i said they used people used to do that stuff all the time and uh so we're um we're walking out and um they're doing the red carpet and uh, I don't remember how it all happened, but Ron Jeremy's came walked right up to us, right up to me and goes, hey, what are you guys doing tonight? And I'm just like, well, no. we're, uh, we're just hanging out. We're just doing we're just here for CES. He goes, dude, you got to come to my room. Let's party tonight. And I don't remember how the whole conversation started, but that's it. And he, so he handed me, he goes, you need this pass <laughs> to get into my room because once you get in the elevator, they ain't going to let you in my room. Unless you have this pass, and I was like, dude, here, I handed it back to him. I appreciate it, but that's not me. I'm married, guy. Don't do that stuff. And Nyman's like, what? Come on, dude. That's John Jer- Ron Jeremy's. Let's go f- party with him. And I was like, nah, dude, it's cool. That's not my. That's not my scene. And so yeah, so I have my little brush with greatness with Ron Jeremy's. So, um, but yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> That that was my that was my story of the AVNs, um, and then they used to do a deal where if you had your CES badge, you didn't have to pay to get in the AVN, because they knew where their money was coming from—a bunch of uh, horny, crazy Asian guys <laughs> from China <laughs> coming to a porn convention. They knew they were going to make their money somewhere. You
2: so. know that's probably why the uh, the CES floor was kind of dead. Maybe they were exploring the uh, the other convention this year. <laughs>
0: So, but yeah, so he change. It was just a lot of there now. Is some you see a lot of electric bikes coming in that business. There was drones. Yeah. What well,
1: about home automation was, and car automation? Yeah. Probably a lot of that, right?
0: John Deere was there with this huge big tractor, boom, and yeah. a land mover, earth mover. If you never mm-hmm. seen an earth mover in person, oh yeah, had one there. Yeah. Wow. So, what a tough toy. So Tristan, yeah.
1: yeah so Tristan from. Uh, from Bridgetown, Barbados, uh, says, Jeffrey, how were the, how, how <laughs> your JBL stuff sound you got from the show? So you picked up some JBL stuff?
2: Yeah, I'm actually using them right now. Oh, as, as you can see, but.
1: Uh, oh, the ear pods.
2: Yeah, and I I got me some like uh, headphones, some over the ear headphones and okay. some wired uh, headphones. But yeah,
1: you know, um, they, they're sounding pretty good. I like it. Except for you can't hear yourself in them, right? Yeah. For some reason, weird. I think this is
2: <laughs> it's a little
1: weird. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, so Mr. Quad box th- this is where, um, since Jacob's in here now, so I think most of the controversy around you from back in the day was around the quad wood, because you were saying, "I've got a design for wood." That'll make you louder, be stronger, be lighter. And everybody was like, bullshit. Is that an <laughs> accurate representation? So, yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So but it wasn't BS. That's what you say. I don't dis, mm-hmm. I don't discount it because I've never seen it. Like you said at the beginning, it does exist. So okay, I, I have never personally seen it. So, I can't speak to or for it or against it. Um, I understand the concept of it where you're making a composite material that could potentially be stronger and more rigid, uh, which, in and you know, that, that's what we're doing when we put 12 layers of MDF on a wall, right?
0: Right, right. And it can respond to, it can be tuned to a resonant frequency and respond to a frequency. So the entire mass will resonate to a particular frequency that you're trying to tune it. And so I will not
1: discount that because <laughs> no no no, I'm just saying because when you design a bridge as an engineer you exactly. design a bridge um it was a huge issue with suspension bridges specifically Soldiers walking on a suspension bridge would actually make it collapse because soldiers always walk in time with each other. And what would happen is if that bridge was a certain length to match the frequency of their steps, it would start bouncing and swaying and bouncing, and it would propagate the wave so that literally the, the bridge would begin doing this. Right and so that that's something that has been proven shown and I mean they were doing that back in Roman times where they were having issues with that so um, it's that's not a new concept
0: by any means and I and I and you're quite right I don't dig up anything per se. I did not sit there as a chemist and put this together and this, that, and other. I just dug through I just did a little research mm-hmm. and went to other industries. That's what happens is if we're if you're in a certain industry and you're in a box and you don't think outside of that box. Yeah. There's other things outside of that box. That's why you could travel around and go to different trade shows or even in competition. You can, I mean, really, what's what's the most advanced box design you've seen of late? I mean, they we're still using fourth orders? Uh, you know? Yeah, mostly fourth orders, I think, is what yeah, I see a lot I, of. Yeah, I, I, I got a couple of things I want to try, though. But, yeah, the, really, the box design uh, for SPL has, I've started to see a little bit of things in the rear part chamber of, of the box starting to change. But mm-hmm. we're still using that same old fourth order type of deal. Yeah. You know, and I got a, and I, I have a suspicion that if I had the cash, I'd prove it up. Uh, that there's some different designs that are, that even they come out of World War II. I'll give you a clue on that. That can be applied to current SPL.
1: So, so there's – so World um, War II. So, no, no. So he, he's he's <laughs> exactly. not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, I I have mentioned on this show before um, when I was uh, searching up box design and I was working on that myself, um, I was looking at books from the 40s. And the Audio theory of the 40s was so far beyond Anything that you guys can imagine you you gotta think we had guys like, you know Tesla was just before that and you know, Einstein and stuff like that. You had these brilliant minds looking at stuff in different ways and the technology wasn't there to Show or prove what these guys could show in math about theory on audio. I mean, your baddest ass speaker was, you know, what five Watts, right? (laughs) So um, with that being said, you know, these guys was like, you know, imagine if you could put a thousand Watts to a subwoofer, this is what would happen, you know? And so they were coming up with these insane designs. That's where I did like my ported horn design and that when we have Don Hebig on here That's where he got a lot of his, you know Thoughts on what he wanted to do and he does all kinds of stuff So I had a dual to- dual tuned ported horn that I used uh, for stereo competition and I played my bandwidth because it was dual tuned it So it looked like a sixth order it went up But it didn't have the sixth order drop And then back up, right? You know how 6th order has two peaks, right? So instead of that, it looked like a 4th order with a 2nd 4th order right next to it. Because I dual-tuned it, I tuned a horn, and I tuned a ported box. I tuned them individually, but at the right frequency, they coupled. And that's what helped my SPL scores jump up quite drastically. So, yeah, you know, I, that's not thinking within the box, right?
0: Right, so. right. Actually, in, in World War II, I give people another insight. The Germans actually built yep. and designed a sound cannon to actually knock mm-hmm. bombers out of the sky yep. using sound, sound yep. waves. Mm-hmm. They they didn't use a mechanical device. They used natural gas as the as the force. And then they they use a power, uh, a dish, uh, something to project that force.
1: Oh, so so they use uh, the dish as the as just like a subwoofer. So that created the wave to push it, the gas. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, but they they use an explosive like a fuel air bomb would be in today's type of deal. Uh-huh. Uh, but like like we said, this stuff was all done way back in the day, and there and there was a lot of things that we created since then. Can actually give you those forces without the explosive issues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, but the technology has ramped up. And so if you research things a little bit out of the box, you know, here and there, you'll find of like, wow, yeah, you know, that's and, interesting.
1: And and the speaker yeah. builder's cookbook is, mm. you know, I started with that, and that's what. And you look at the date on that, and I think that's from the '60s, right? Yeah. And you look at the data of that, and that's actually what got me looking even further back. You know, that yeah. that's really what led me on my path to go further back. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is Tristan again out of uh, Bridgetown Barbados says, uh, one of the box designs I always loved was done by a man named Steve Decker. The, mm. And that's the box designs called the death box. And that's um, box. deckware. Yeah. So... Um, through my, through my learning, and um, I stumbled across the deckware, but I did the wicked one inside my car, which was a tune hoarded, uh, tune horn box, or it was a, a horn horn loaded box. But the problem with the horn is you need the wavelength to travel through the entire horn, and it's got to propagate at a certain frequency. So your horns if you go to a true horn that thing would have to be 10 foot big so what he did was he changed his design up to where he was using a quarter of the wave so now you were able to create that same horn in 36 inches or four feet through the full length of the horn so that's not that's steve decker great He's got great insights. I've read his book. Um, I forgot the name of his book. Uh, but he also has in there time alignment and some other cool things. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I, I used the – I have been. I built the death box back in the day. I mean, have right. you built one, Leonard?
0: No, I thought – that was the, back in the Shaker Audio days. What was that? They had a mouse box. Uh-huh. All that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. mouse box. Yeah, the mouse. It was a little bitty. He was like six and a half, or, or or an eight, or it was just like, just uh, what was it?
1: Are you it talking about? Um, no, 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 no. So you're so you're talking about it's a transmission line. Yeah. But he called it something else. Um, uh, that is the one that uh, John Nolte was doing. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he uses a six and a half and tries to get people to guess what size subwoofer it was in there. Right. Yeah, and they would guess, yeah. oh, that's got to be a fifteen. Yeah. A- and that and that truly is a expansion of what he was doing. He was using a pair of six inch s- speakers, which are equivalent to what less than a ten, not quite a bigger than an eight, but less than a ten. And um. So he had two six-inch speakers, and he was creating like a 143 or 144 out of two six-inch speakers.
0: Yeah,
1: on like 300 watts or something.
0: Yeah, he had a little tiny efficiency. amplifier.
1: Yeah, efficiency. That's what it was about. Um, so, for our people that aren't into the design and don't understand some of this, though, when you do go that efficient you reach the limits of that design really quick yeah um so there's a point they call diminishing returns so you can you gain 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 and then when you hit that the peak of what that's able to do the very next input you add to that it goes just like that it tanks <laughs> so yep. and, and and that's the trade-off for efficiency um, efficiency versus headroom I guess is would be the trade-off right yeah so yeah. W- would you say I'm describing that accurately
0: Leonard yeah and, it'd be, and that's what something would be great for like clamp classes of the day yes we have power limits mm-hmm. you know uh, working around those power limits I tell you yeah it's key yeah so yeah. so
1: you when was the last time you competed in any organization
0: Woo! <laughs> wow, wow 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 wow
1: did
2: it yeah, uh it was... did it involve a uh purple Honda that uh had a, a <laughs> it, really cool
0: nickname it, it, was, uh, that was the rounding out of my days uh with little scrappy yeah, uh, Lil scrappy and Tacoma uh, uh, so yeah a little scrappy but, uh, they have missed that car uh, you know, yeah describe describe a little describe. Lil scrappy <laughs> but, yeah it was ahead of his time yeah uh, and yeah. then when i first debuted it it didn't do so well and it played around. Right. i thought like people like jeffrey i spoke with you and uh and roger and other uh, sidekick that was there and that, we said shows with toxic Twan was at. Where, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> You know, so but what was so strange I, that was a 1970 Honda in uh, cvcc in, uh, inter- under what was so strange about that Before car course, the Civic. yeah is those 70 cars and, and Lord when they go back in time like that the grounding of those cars is crazy you, you had the grounds were not consistent it seemed like you, you if you added more power you'd have grounding issues. If you put the ground over here and work mm-hmm. for a little while, then it'd stop it stopped working. It was wasn't that really a unibody car
1: off. though? Yeah, that yeah, seemed, I believe you, they, yeah. you're going to always have that issue with a, any unibody vehicle. So, yeah, I mean that's like today's like uh, the the Corvettes and stuff like that. Um, they they tend to have grounding issues also. It's easier just to run a grounding strap for the full length of the vehicle and attach stuff to that. Uh,
2: so um. i i recall uh leonard pulling up i mean I, I judged a couple of shows and uh uh leonard would pull up in the uh the little 1970 i guess <laughs> honda CVCC, and he would literally put his hands out
0: yeah,
2: yeah. like this and he would go out of each window and that's how small yeah. uh that that vehicle was it was a little hatchback and yeah. Was the was the engine in the back or was it in the front? It was in the back.
0: It was right? in the front. was a two It was a two se- cylinder motorcycle <laughs> engine is what they used on those. And I think we had, at a San Bernardino show with Andy, we lifted it up and actually carried yeah. it. <laughs>
2: That's right. That's right. The whole car. <laughs> wow, and and yeah. I think this is like it's smaller than like the smart cars they have now, right? Yeah, so, at yeah. Wow. Ten inch wheels. Ten inch. 10-inch yeah, rims. I keep them clean, though, right?
0: Yeah, and I oh, drove that car to most shows. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, did. I drove that did. car to most shows. Yeah.
2: I, I didn't think that would be street legal with uh, so being so tiny. It was you, you probably get pushed around by a lot of the uh, the diesel and, and the big rig trucks uh, yeah. heading out there to, to the shows. I, I think more
0: people had accidents looking at that car and trying to photograph it while they were driving wow. than I ever had.
2: I think I remember it being white and then like uh, one show you had it all painted it up far-y. and yeah. graphics on <laughs> yeah. far- but yeah. I mean so I mean explain uh, so did that uh, vehicle do well did it uh, give you the numbers you were looking for or
0: well, kind of box I think it, you it, had a
2: wall in it one time
0: yeah and I have I have three 18s and it was the final design I, I tried a number of. I, I tried a four four in it. I tried a number of things, and I ended up the 318s with them was the most efficient. Uh, and I was usually running that off one amp. And I think the biggest official number I got out it was at a USAC show was a fifty eight hmm. seven. Um, Outlaw that sealed up because that car would it would not, not perform open. That car was the wavelength wouldn't propagate properly. That car had to be closed. Yep. For usually it's the opposite No, this car yep. it had to be shut <laughs> right. up.
1: Not not when your car is finally tuned when your car is tuned right. It's going to be louder yeah. sealed because you, you yeah. need those reflective surfaces. Like you said to propagate the wave and make it hit right. the microphone at the right distance.
0: Right. So. So. That, and then I I went to, I was at the time I was working for a concept and we needed to get out there some kind <laughs> of way. I'm talking about shoestring budget. Yeah. Man, wow. you're talking about shoestring budget. I, I personally had to buy the car. I did all the body work. I did everything. When that car first showed up, it was rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they only supplied the audio equipment. And like I said, after a few designs here and there, it started getting it louder, louder. Speaking with Roger and and Jeffrey and everybody else, and it's like, yeah, hey, it, you know, finally got it to a point. One amp, that car, was, it, it was on garage car. I got it up to a sixty two <laughs> on the dash with a thousand watt. Amp. There you go. Yeah. So,
1: so Tiffany, she's uh, Tristan's wife. Um, she's out of Bridgetown, Barbados. Obviously, <laughs> she says. So, did little Scrappy qualify for the Power Wheels category?
0: All right. for and those of you listening
2: cool. and watching um it, it's it was on the promo for uh today's show oh it was you guys yeah you check it out it's it's uh um so it's, it's leonard standing by the vehicle with yep. all the trophies and yep. and, and, stuff and like. the vehicle's you guys really not in the
1: background <laughs> even though it looks really small it's not in the background it's actually in the foreground
0: Hey, all that audio gear that photo was in that car.
1: Oh yeah, uh, that was in that picture with it. It was in that car. Yeah. Hey,
0: uh, real quick, um, before we get
1: really, because we're running out of time here, I do want to uh, go over this real quick. So we got a letter from the president for DB Drag. Um, Wanted to address this tonight. It says, uh, so I'm gonna read it and then uh, have just quick discussion on it. It says, uh. It is with some regret that I must address the egregious and misleading propaganda posted in this group by a handful of individuals caught with their hands in the cookie jar. In this post, I will set the record straight. Uh, some Some individuals have suggested DBDRA rules are constantly changing. This is not the case. The vast majority of DBDRA rules have not changed for at least five years some of dvdr rails have not changed for decades in fact we there were no changes between 2020 and 2023 other than a few clarification on enforcement to eliminate subjectivity improve officiating consistency i should also note that only two people contacted me regarding proposed clarifications for 2023 um, The reality check the top priority for the dbdra officiating team is to provide a fun fair experience for contestants unfortunately some individuals choose to attack the organization and its judges when they get caught breaking the rules imagine a motorist blaming the police uh, getting pulled over for speeding our judges work hard to ensure fairness in the lanes it is also clear that some individuals work hard to circumvent our rules at every opportunity. This behavior will no longer be tolerated. Participation. The DBDRA is a massive global organization with participation taking place on a worldwide stage. Please see the unique participation by country pie chart. Um, I'm not going to go over that part uh it is easy for contestants in a given country to forget about the counterparts in other countries it is also sometimes easy to believe that participants at the finals represent the entire dbdra participation the reality is that only a tiny fraction of participants at world finals each year although these individuals are part of an elite group of competitors they do not represent the entire entirety of the participation in dbdra um and just a quick note um the chart shows that 2.3 percent of the unique competitors actually participated at world finals Um, and then on another note too on the participation just because you see things in your area the country of the united states is very large and jeffrey's area is not the same as my area Uh, neither one of our areas are the same as wyatt's area neither one of us are none of us are the same as um, jeremy's area so The different areas have different types of vehicles that compete for different reasons in each unique area. So just keep that in mind. Um, Silent Majority. Recently, this group deteriorated into a cesspool of infantile remarks by a handful of bad actors. As I read through these misleading posts, it became clear that there is a difference between winning and being a winner. I have instructed our group moderators to remove these individuals for violating DBDRA personal conduct policy. I encourage free speech and constructive criticism, but personal attacks against other competitors. Judges, DBDRA have no place on here. Bottom line, we all do this for fun. I have invested a significant portion of my life in an attempt to provide a sandbox for car audio enthusiasts to play. And in my experience, I have discovered that most of you share this vision. There will always be or there will always be naysayers and haters But we must look beyond those toxic individuals and focus on the bigger picture Good luck this season and most importantly have fun Wayne Harris. So I Just wanted to read that real quick Um, so if you guys haven't seen that um, We will uh, you need to go and check that out the comments on it I believe are there's a lot of constructive comments um, Leonard, what, what do you think of that being an outside person seeing or hearing that or seeing that for the first time?
0: Uh, I, th- I think he's, he's on point on, on what he's stating and it doesn't take much to disrupt and cause chaos nowadays. I mean. yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the, there I've seen the, the sport progress to to some of these, I mean, there's not a lot of rule changes like you said, but there's some safety concerns that have come up because these, we're at the point now, car people are blowing inside glass out consistently, yep. yeah. or, or they there? who would ever thought we get to where you're shredding your car, your <laughs> door mounts. Wow. You're, you're, you're blowing out windows and shredding the car. I'd be kind of like upset to have to change speakers <laughs> then you have to have a glass guy over here following you around. Yeah. You know, so it, it is, yeah. people are always going to, they're always going to push the rules. Yeah. You know, I did it, I'll do it, everybody will push the gray area, whatever it is. You're just trying to push until you're corrected. Yeah. Get you in your lane. You Jeffrey. Know, once you're in the lane,
1: that's your th- it. Your thoughts on it, Jeffrey?
0: Um,
2: Well, I, I mean, I think if we all look at it in a, a you know positive way, you know. Uh, I've always been an advocate of, you know, doing what you love, doing what you like to do. Mm-hmm. If if this is something that's, you know, causing you distress or causing you to you know, um react in a negative way, then you know, maybe it's something for you to step away from and you mm-hmm. know, let uh, others who put their time and effort uh, enjoy this and you know that are you know willing to to adapt to you know certain things that that uh, may or you know may not happen and um i think if if you bring the positivity in, into this and you're just you know you you want everybody to be happy uh make yourself happy continue doing it if it doesn't then sadly uh, re- regretfully um maybe you'd better it'd be better if you'd step away but uh i just think if everyone comes at this with a positive attitude like try to focus and get you know into this way of things then you know it's it, it's going to make it uh, a lot better and i i agree with
1: that what I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly hey jeffrey hit uh leonard with the final question because he's got to get somewhere here shortly so <laughs> why don't okay. you hit him with it
2: all right uh mr leonard uh quadwood right what, what other uh, aka's you have um it's a, this is a question that we ask all of our guests uh basically we want to know what is your definition of a base head
0: yeah there's two kinds a respectful base head and no. a disrespectful base head <laughs> okay uh the disrespectful base head is the guy that pulls up to a Seven Eleven, bumping lord know how much water is in his box chevy shaking up everything doesn't turn the music down when he gets out of the car, goes inside to buy a pack of zigzags or something. <laughs> like, that gives us our bad reputations. Like, oh, this music, oh, my God. And uh, a respectful bass head is a guy or a girl that has an amplifier retail value is worth more than their whole car, like I've been. <laughs> <laughs> a single amplifier. <laughs> you know, and they have multiples. You know, yeah. they have the batteries. They have the alternators. They have, I mean... Dedication in there, you know. The
2: dedication, I agree. I agree. Which one are you? I, I'm not
0: that guy <laughs> with going by the
2: zigzags. No. <laughs> You're not the guy with the zigzags. Okay,
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm turning more into an SQ guy, Yeah. You know? Ah, <laughs> that's okay, it. that's I'd like to I'd, I'd actually like to see SQ motorization. This lighting, uh, I'd like to actually see yeah, some of that, yeah, um, yeah. Um. All
1: right, so uh, anyway guys um, Leonard has to go. I got to get over to um, To my bowling bank make some money um, Even with my messed up finger still gonna make money tonight <laughs> uh, um, Anyway, uh Thank you Leonard for coming on It was a good was time. Awesome. Hopefully. Hopefully you enjoyed yourself uh, <laughs> yeah, We're gonna see I Think next week we have Don. I have to check my schedule and see if DB Don's going to be on next week, so he can talk over all our heads, again oh, no. <laughs> and um, whatnot. Jeff, I'm trying to still put my show together for Saturday night in uh, Sacramento. So if anybody has anything that can help me out with, let me know. Jeffrey, anything else for you?
2: Um, you guys got bowling and uh, other stuff. I think I got a prime bread with my name on it uh just uh in the kitchen <laughs> here so <laughs> i'll let you guys get to that i'll uh, get to my stuff and okay. uh you know <laughs> uh
1: leonard if somebody wants to get a hold of you about some of your stuff or whatever how do they get a hold of you
0: oh uh, just about facebook or look for i've i've owned a i own a vintage name in the cardio business that i'm going to be relaunching like i said i'm going to probably debut quadwood and oh, that cool. product okay uh so and be and then uh Jeffrey in Texas they'd love for me to pop up you yeah, <laughs> know yeah. yeah yeah
2: you know yeah. I, real quickly I I so we we go to uh Roger and I we went to T- uh Texas Heat Wave. and you know they had a couple of side things that they were doing one of them was uh was a BMX uh demo and uh mm-hmm. those of you that don't know uh Leonard is really uh, big into BMX we saw him on his bike. Uh next thing we know we turn around and then Leonard was was in the demo doing his <laughs> tricks and stuff was like he doing that. Back so, uh well, I think well. he was, you know, doing like <laughs> freestyle BMX and stuff like that. Uh he's got he, I'm sure he's got pictures all on his on his uh, Facebook. Yeah. But uh yeah, so just a little story about uh me running into uh, uh Leonard in Texas.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: All right, guys. Hey, uh thank you for tuning in. Thanks to our guest, uh Leonard Foster Jr. Quadwood. Uh, Thanks back to my co-host being back here again today, Jeffrey. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Um, Remember, next week we're going to be on again, 5.30 p.m. California time, the only time that matters. We'll be back again. I'm not sure who our guest is, but I think we're about close to getting DB Don on here again. Um, But, you guys, uh, we'll see you next week on This Week in Car Audio. Peace. We out. Oh. No.